Hi, this is Gilad Niger and you're listening to Tech Tuesday Unboxed. In today's conversation, we decided to talk about a topic and a solution for anyone who has ever faced the complexities of cloud access and permissions management, Apono. If you found yourself tangled in the web of manual permissions tasks, worried about security breaches or simply looking for a more efficient way to grant and control access across your infrastructure, then you have to listen to this talk. Today I'm happy to talk with Rom Carmel, the co-founder and CEO of Apono. Hey Rom. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm good, how are you? Doing well, really happy to be here with you. Oh yeah, so do I. Thank you for joining me. It's very exciting to run this talk about Apono, to be honest, because I think your solution's approach to uh, resolving the bottleneck of permissions and access to cloud resources is very interesting. Uh, but let's start from the beginning. So first, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. Um, of course, of course. So um, my background is more on the security side. I, I spent many years in cybersecurity, um, you know, from vulnerability research to development, again, security tools and so on. And from there, it kind of evolved to, you know, to where we are today. And, and I think the path that led me to... So this has always been trying to, to find the right problem that we'd want to solve. And, you know, we go into, I guess we'll go into this in a, in a bit, but this is kind of the, um, the connection of DevOps and, and security was, you know, was always probably going to be the, the, right, the right problem, the right area that we want to address um, as a company. Nice. All right. So in short, just to let our audience understand better, what is Apono about? So Apono is actually about empowering engineers, empowering employees to be able to do the work that they need to do um, while, you know, while maintaining your customers, uh, your customers sensitive data while maintaining your environment security. I think that's, that's kind of the very high level view of Apono. Essentially yeah. what that means is that, you know, every, every employee needs the permission that they need, need the access that they need to be able to perform their job. Um, and we want to be able to give that to them in a frictionless way. We want to be able to give that to them um, in a dynamic way that you know suits their agile needs as a fast-paced, you know, moving organization. Um, and and that's that's really what Apono is about. And how did the idea uh, for Apono come about? <laughs> what were the initial challenges that led to its creation? Yeah, so it's a that's a good question. So it's. It's a combination of, of Ophir. Ophir is my co-founder. Um, he's a co-founder, CEO, oh, sorry, CTO of the company. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a combination of both him and I. While his background is more on the DevOps side and mine more on the security, kind of the combination of those is what brought us to, to where we are today and the problem that we're solving. And I'll, I'll elaborate on what I mean. In his experience, both as a developer and then also as an engineering manager, He's, you know, suffer from not being able to perform the task and not having, you know, his engineers being able to perform the task that they need to do as part of their job. Uh, and, and usually it's, it's when a company grows and it's when a company needs to kind of limit the amount of access that, that people have within the organization. And that's created a lot of friction. That creates a lot of friction and, and frustration and, and actually kind of uh, uh, reduces the company's ability to deliver. And that's kind of where he came from to, to this to this problem. And 
and I came from actually the other side of this. I came from uh, more of a security uh, kind of understanding of you know access has become the you know the last last uh, uh, line of defense in essence, and we see most of the data breaches that are occurring today are are uh, inadequate you know permissions and access management in the environment. Environments are becoming more complex to manage access to, and all these things kind of come together to understanding that there needs to be a solution that fits the new kind of cloud era, the new um, way of, of organizations work. Um, and that is, I think that's kind of the, the story of how this came together. More on the logistics of it, it was Ophir and I, you know, we met, we met, uh, uh, this is back in, back at the end of 2020. If you get, if you remember, it's, it was COVID and it was, I don't remember the second or third kind of uh, isolation period that, uh, um, that Israel had, and, 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 and we had a flight booked to Seychelles. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and, 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 and Ophir, uh, Ophir joined me on that, on that trip. And, you know, one thing led to another, and while we were there, Israel decided to shut down its doors, and we were stuck there. Mm-hmm. And, and while we were there, we were, you know, okay, let's take this to the next level. So we spent hours kind of discussing where we want to take this problem, how we want to kind of address this problem. And the, the time that we spent there together, I think really kind of evolved to what the company is later, you know, and what it had become. So I think that was the few weeks that we were there on this, you know, deserted island, you know, just uh, chatting, chatting each other's heads off. It was like yeah. this. And, and, and the other thing that came about from this is like, okay, this is, this is a partner that I want to create this with. So that's, those are the two things that came from that. Amazing. So if we'll need to create like a kind of a bottom line um, for what kind of problems Apono aims to, to solve, what is like the, the main thing? Yeah, so uh, you touched on one of them before when you spoke about bottlenecks, but I think it, it kind of s- it splits maybe to three main use cases mm-hmm. that you can address. The first is the bottlenecks that revolve around permission management, and that's caused, of course, by the new, you know, more complex environments that, that need to be uh, managed permissions to and within um, an environment where actually the developers are now the ones in charge, and you know they they were caught into this. They didn't want to be the ones managing permissions. No one likes to manage them. Definitely not engineers, and so that's that's definitely one of them. And and the frustration there is both from both from the person that's that is kind of got caught into managing the permissions in this new environment, and then frustration also from the person that needs to get access to um you know what he needs to do in order to deliver the task that he has or to support the incident or to you know whatever he needs mm-hmm. so that's one kind of a main problem the other side of this is preventing mistakes or, or human errors that can occur that come along with giving over access so there's always this kind of a, a balance that you need to do between giving permissions and then and then allowing your engineers to do what they need to do and then on the other hand um you know you're stuck with okay if you get too much then we're putting our environment in danger um both from you know making mistakes but also from a security perspective and and i can you know elaborate on that of course as well third and this is maybe another use case that that Mm -hmm. we see a lot also relying the same problem is uh, it comes from more of a customer security requirements compliance perspective this is a use case that we see a lot of as well where you know your larger uh, regulatory or just even you know Fortune 500 customers are requiring you to to kind of stand at a certain standard of who can access their data in the environment, 
And that's definitely a big one because you don't want to over You don't want to allow everyone to get that exit. But on the other hand, you do want to allow them to perform their job. You do want to move at a fast pace as a company. And, and these companies are kind of stuck at a, at a place where they need to decide, you know, do we give these permissions? Do we not give this permission? Or do we, you know, stay in the middle and manually give it, you know, whenever someone needs something and have that and manually audit it and so on. And that's exactly kind of the pain point that we're doubling down on and, and trying to solve around these three use cases around the same problem. Nice. So what is Apono's approach in order to resolve those three challenges? Like if you can describe to the audience, what is specifically your approach to those problems? Yeah. So I think the, the problems that we mentioned or the use cases that we mentioned around this problem of, of, of access management, essentially, maybe I, can, I will, let's define the problem as being able to grant each person what they need and to have that in a, you know, in a frictionless manner to, for them to receive those permissions and have that fully audited and in, in under control. So I think that's, that's the maybe access management problem, essentially. Mm -hmm. And in our approach to that is an approach that kind of lies with the, the shift to, to a cloud-based environment, to a, a new environment where everything is actually policy-based. We've moved from a world where, um, you know, where you there's there's network that needs to be managed. There's different types of infrastructure, you know, you, that you got to manage, and there's different types of application. Actually, today, in in the way the world works, we're actually able to connect to all these different types of resources uh, using API, of course, of managing their policy in 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 a native way. And through doing that, we're able to dynamically, granularly change the permissions within each of these resources based on the context and, and the access workflows that are defined yeah. um, around who needs to access what and, and in, in what context. Yeah. And how does the user interface look like? I mean, um, I understand that Apono integrates with existing tools like Slack, Teams, or CLI, yeah. maybe, yeah. Uh, how does it look like from the user side um, for accessing, uh, for requesting those permis permissions? Yeah, no, that's, that's a very, like, it's a great question because it was very important for us to make it as frictionless as possible from the, from the end user side. Probably one of the most important things for us because uh, a lot of access management, there's a huge human element to it. Um, and so, like you said, uh, from, from the end user side or from the person that needs to gain access to what they need, they can actually do that through the tools that they're used to working with today. They don't need to go into a new tool. They can do that through their Slack, through their Teams, through a CLI. There's actually an API. Um, and and, and nice. there's actually very cool different ways to do it and integrate it to the way your organization works. Mm -hmm. So if i am a developer in a company that is using apono what i need to do in order to get access to very simple example s3 bucket should i write something in slack and like an automation behind the scenes handles it for me how, how does it look right so you can actually there is an automation and you like you said you can actually go in slack or through the cli directly from your ide or from your teams whatever um ask you know the specific specific uh, uh you know resource or bundle of resources that you need to get permissions to and you will be granted those permissions either automatically maybe it will jump to an approver or be notified um you know maybe your manager or maybe someone else in the organization that needs to approve it um either way you're getting it directly you know where you are whether it's flack whether it's your cli and so on it's that easy so it sounds like a, a huge reducer for 
the, the bottleneck of permission management uh, in many organizations. Uh, and I think it's an interesting approach and I like it. Okay, so how does Apono help in satisfying uh, customer requirements and ensuring compliance with regulations like SOC 2 and etc.? So, like you said, there's there's many different regulations, and and, yeah. and you know, as the years <laughs> go by, within the last few years, we've seen um, we've seen it become more and more you know stricter regulations come up. Whether it's the CCPA in California that's just recently come up, or the GDPR that's been around in, in Europe, um, and then there's additional regulations around uh, sensitive data of different sorts in, in many different industries, and and we see this trend maybe even becoming more and more of a, of a thing. And, and yes, companies need to find a way to deal with that. And what that means is that you need to find a way to continue to being productive, continue being productive, and continuing delivering value to their customers while staying uh, compliant to these regulations. Um, I'll add to that that sometimes it's it's more than a regulation. Sometimes it's a customer security requirement because uh, because it might not be even under a certain regulation. You're selling to a very large customer that has their own security requirements. And then to your question, how does Apono address those? So in Apono, we were looking for a way to, to, give, um, to give the companies the way to, to stay productive, to give them the ability to, uh, to allow their engineers or support engineers or mm -hmm. anyone that needs access to continue working in that frictionless way. And at the same time, um, you know, have a, a posture of, of no one having permissions to production, for example. Yeah. And, and I'll be specific. So you would define an access workflow, for example, around sensitive data uh, that says, hey, you know, no one can access this, this, uh, you know, sensitive information unless, I'll give you an example, unless there's an incident um, and, and you're part of the incident response team during that time of the incident. Or maybe another example might be, you know, there's a ticket open relevant to that. Or maybe you're part of the SRE team, so you may be able to get those permissions uh, mm -hmm. when you need them even automatically, but hey, you'll have that fully audited and logged, um, and, and that log, of course, will be uh, uh, retained for a certain amount of time later uh, to show who has accessed you know, that sensitive data. Sometimes maybe even those customers might demand that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of where we're at. Nice. Are there any, um, any features of Apono that you would want to um, elaborate more about them to our audience? So other features, well, I think maybe not specific features. I think kind of the the story that we come around and see a lot of customers trying to deal with. I think mm -hmm. it'll be maybe interesting for some of our audience. Yeah. So you get to an environment where it's either you know they've they've got to a point where you know everyone, all the different engineers have access to everything, and and they want to understand how to reduce that without hurting their ability to work, or we're coming to an organization that. Um, that wants to actually delegate more permissions that there's you know they want to give um, you know the person responsible for a certain code the ability to take it all the way to production and that's mm -hmm. something I hear a lot of from our customers and the way to do that comes the comes with the need of a way to give them only what only the permission they need around you know their specific app or their specific part of code and and I think that's I think that's uh, one of the maybe one of the most interesting things that we see this trend kind of occurring is is more and more delegation of, of ownership of the environment to the to the end users essentially. Alpona Solution allows uh, those organizations to do that, and I think that's that's maybe one of the key highlights here on that front. 
on the other side of this, and, and you can choose later which one to play, <laughs> on the other side of this, um, there's the you know companies that are looking for ways to reducing the overprivilege that exists in the environment, but they don't know what to reduce. So if I reduce Gidad's privileges, you know, he might not be able to work tomorrow. When the service is down, he needs to restart that pod in, in the Kubernetes environment, right? What, what will he do? So you don't know. It may, definitely not as a security person or, or you know anyone that manages the environment doesn't know if they can reduce these privileges. And, and we come with a solution of taking those and making them just in time. What does that mean? That means that we're actually, you know, permissions that maybe are not being used or maybe they're around sensitive assets you can turn them into just-in-time privileges. And actually, you can do that in Apono very easily with like a click of a button. You can make the permissions around a certain area or to sensitive resources be, okay, only when you need them will you be able to get them, maybe even automatically because you had them before. But now we'll have that fully audited and no one but you knows exactly what you need. So you'll also be able to make sure that you get only the relevant permissions over the specific resources. So it's also the just enough part. So it's just in time and just enough uh, permissions that you're getting, essentially. Amazing. Let's assume that I'm about to implement Apono in my company. Are there any common mi misconceptions or challenges that users might face when implementing Apono? I don't think there's many challenges. We've made it very, very simple to kind of start off. And, and, and we were able to do that, also leveraging the fact that these organizations have you know, moved to this new way to being more cloud-based, to being more, like we said, policy-based environment. What I mean by that is, and maybe I'll take you a few years back, once you wanted to install uh, an access management solution from, from a few years ago, you would actually need to change the, the network architecture. You would be maybe you know, plugging in a proxy. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that proxy is what would you know, be the gateway to the access. We're coming here with a solution that's actually proxyless, and that makes it very, very easy to start working in a way that both is easy to install and get going, but also doesn't change the way the end users work. Because, like we said, a lot of this, um, you know, a lot of access management is there's a human element to it, and if you're able to come into an organization and not even change the way you know engineers or, or support and whoever needs access is, yeah. is working. It's a big part of it as well. And we were actually, and this is, I, I can tell you firsthand, we've seen you know, organizations with thousands of people, maybe hundreds of, of, of developers, be able to adopt Apono within, you know, within a week or two. Wow. That's pretty insane, yeah. Yeah, impressive. And how do you see the future of access management in general, but also where does Apono fit into the landscape? That's a great question because I, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on this and, and it, you know, it kind of connects to the last question because once we've moved from an area where you need, uh, you know, where access management, maybe I'll take you even one step before. So this is early 2000s. You had solutions that were actually vaults for passwords. I think that was like the first mm -hmm. step. And you had like CyberArk that just came out. Mm -hmm. And then maybe around a few years later started uh, the passwordless solutions, right? You came in with like a proxy-based solution that's passwordless. And I think this new era is where we're policy-based, actually, and we're proxy-less uh, in this sense. And to your question, what is happening now when you're becoming policy-based kind of access management or policy-based privilege access management, you can actually solve a problem that's more than just access management. You're solving a problem that's also today considered a different problem, like identity governance administration. That's a whole other category of managing 
everyone's permissions in the organization, not mm -hmm. just the what we consider as infrastructure or what we consider as cloud or sensitive environments that was part of the cloud or PAM, sorry. And if you've moved to a policy-based and everything is policy-based, it doesn't matter if this is a database. It doesn't matter if this is a SaaS. It doesn't matter if this is Salesforce. And this is where it gets interesting because two years from now, I believe that these two categories, like IGA and PAM, they're going to be combined into one because there's no reason for this differentiation. This is one huge category of the new way of access governance or access management being uh, happening in, in an organization. Um, and, and that's where I see upon it. That's where you know, we're set up to, to kind of lead that market. Very interesting. All right. Uh, I love to end the episode with a last personal question. Please. So if you were not working today in the tech industry, what would you do in your day-to-day? Wow, I need to think of that one. <laughs> if I was not, so this is, I'm going to answer this, but I don't know how long it can last, but um, probably living on an island somewhere. Hmm. Um, but this is how Pono has started. And this is how Pono started, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a full circle coming out, right? <laughs> so living on an island, maybe kite surfing and, and you know, trying to kind of live off the land. Um, is something that I always kind of dreamed of doing at some point in my life. Never gotten to that. But yeah, I guess that's that's a dream to do. Nice. Uh, for sure. Nice. Okay, Rome, thank you so much for joining the podcast today and sharing your knowledge about cloud access and governance and Apono as a solution. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Appreciate it. This podcast is a review of the Velips Tech Tuesday webinar. So if you're interested in our in-depth discussions about the up-to-date technologies in DevOps, check out our webinar on our website at the show notes. Until next time, bye-bye.